greetings and salutations. I'm going to welcome everyone to another episode of the JW Podcast, known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right, you are tuning in to the JW Podcast, known as the Black and Bougie Experience. And here we are at episode number 89. And by the way, it is Happy New Year. No, it's not New Year. It's Happy New Year. That's right. So Happy New Year, it is because it is the year of you. Um, as you know, our new year starts February the 1st, which is um, Black and Bougie New Year. Because why? Well, the rest of the world says, hey, February 1st is Black History Month. But, you know, we're bigger than a actual month. So we just take over the whole year starting on February 1st. So get ready for that. But until then, happy you year. So hopefully this episode number 89 will help you be the best version of yourself moving forward. Um, so you can just have an amazing and amazing, um, 12 months out of the year. So before we get started into this episode, let's just make sure we have to clean up some of these housekeeping notes, which is to follow me on all of your social media platforms. You can find me on Facebook at the JW podcast known as the black and bougie experience. And you can find me on Instagram at the black and bougie B O U J E E podcast. That is The Black and Bougie, B-O-U-J-E-E podcast. Oh, and by the way, the website has launched. Um, you can find me um, online at thejwpodcast.com. That's right. We have a website where we will show you some of our top episodes, need to know information, a little to know about me. But as we start to evolve and grow, we needed to get a website, so it is up now, and it is the jwpodcast.com. All right, so let's jump into this episode number 89. Of course, we like to start with the meaning of the number and see how that aligns um, with, this, with this topic. So let's take a look at that. 89. This number sequence signifies that you are on the right path and that your thoughts, feelings, and instincts are aligned with your life's purpose. It is a reminder to pay attention to your intuition and inner guidance. Hmm. So what does that mean and how does that tie into the name of the episode? Well, first, let me give you that title. And the title of this episode is Leverage. That's right. Leverage is the title of episode number 89. So let's jump into the definition in the black and white, because it always helps us to clarify things when we can see it that way. And the word leverage, the power to influence a person or situation to achieve a particular outcome. The second one is the exertion of force by means of a lever or an object used in the manner of a lever. And finally, use something to maximum advantage. Use to maximum advantage. Hmm. So what exactly does leverage mean in bougie terms? <laughs> well, in bougie terms, uh, leverage is, is the art of using your personal assets, connections, 
and influence to open doors, to create opportunities, and elevate your journey to success. It's not just about climbing some imaginary ladder. It's about owning the elevation to benefit you and your tribe. Because when I said earlier, happy you year, um, a you is not you unless it includes the people that you care most around you. Um, so you want to make sure that you're owning that elevation uh, by doing so the benefit comes to you and the ones that truly care for you and the ones that you really care about. And when I first thought about this, this title, um, it was coming from a selfish place because, you know, you realize over time and, and putting in work and, and getting things done that, you know, you are building um, a brand and for a lot of people, you are that actual brand. And when you start to, to put some stock and some value in that brand, there's certain things that you can leverage, um, which is, you know, to have maximum advantage. And so I thought this would be a good topic because I want you one to understand the power that you possess and two, how do you use it? And how do you make sure that it's, it's not misused? And a lot of you may think, well, I don't, I don't really have anything to leverage. You've got something. You just have to tap into you, figure it out, understand that it's valuable. And if it's not as valuable as you want it to be, you know, you got to get your weight up. You got to, you got to build it up. It's just like any weak muscle. It's still a muscle. It just may need to be, you know, you might have to go in the gym and pump it up. And so hopefully this episode is going to do just that. This is your weight room for the day, and it's going to help you to to pump up that muscle um, so you can leverage yourself in the best way. Um, so how did we get here? Well, that's that's not it. That's not a simple a simple question, but I've come up with three things um, that I really, really want us to focus on. So I want you to get whatever um, note taking materials that you might have, whether it's a digital device or or pen to paper, um, because there's going to be some key things here um, that I have identified. And I think it's going to help you to truly understand leverage and then you're going to be able to use that leverage um, to elevate you into the spaces and the success that is due you. Keyword that is due you. So number one, I want you to know your worth. And once you know your worth, I want you to add tax on it. <laughs> yeah, man, you got to tax them, man. Once you know what your worth is, then you got to add some tax onto that thing. Yes, I said tax. The tax is not just for the government. I need you to tax people on your worth. See, you've got to be able, you have to recognize your own personal value. But in order to do this, um, you've got to be able to understand your own skills. What is your secret sauce or your unique qualities. I like to say secret sauce. 
and you know what you bring to the table ultimately and remember in everything that we talk about today being bougie means knowing your worth and once you do so unapologetically add tax on that thing <laughs> because you got to remember you're not just good man you're the shit You've got to be able to look, once you know what that value is, be able to look in the mirror, have confidence in yourself, and say, I am that. Like, we can't even, this is, this is like the base or the foundation for being able to understand your value. And in order to do so, you've got to know your, you've got to know your worth. You've got to know exactly what your value is. And once you get that value, and you put some stack, some um, some tax on that thing. Number two, and again, I hope you all are writing these down. Strategic alliances, and not secret assassins. Strategic alliances, not secret assassins. What the heck are you talking about, Justin? Well, see, look. You've got to be able to form alliances that will um, that will uplift rather than exploit you. Mm. Let me say that again. You've got to be able to form alliances that will uplift you rather than exploit you. And yes, that includes real friendships. Keyword real friendships see the inf interesting thing about building up your 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 brand knowing your worth knowing what your value is if you don't have key strategic alliances and partnerships um you could it could be a struggle and then if you have those secret alliance you know not secret alliances but those secret assassins or those those false flag friends not the real ones um they could actually bring you down or they could suck and draw from you instead of pouring into you and you all help build the tribe even more see your collaborations and your partnerships they must be strategic and like I said, this includes real friendships. You got to remember, if your tribe is not adding value, it's not a tribe. It's just a collection of, uh, of living beings. That's it. I like that. A collection of living beings. You know, I trip myself out by some of the things that I say, but so you got to remember and know in the game of success, it is essential for you to discern. Mm -hmm. It's essential for you to discern who you let into your circle. If you are not building relationships that, um, that mutually elevate everyone involved, then you have to ask yourself, what are you really doing? And if, if you need some help to understand this with a little bit deeper, because this is a, an episode all by itself, which happens to be episode three, 
who is in your circle. Go back to episode three and really tap into that. But you have to be able to be strategic. You got to remember you're playing chess, not checkers. This is not a simple game. This is this is life. This is you. And when you're dealing with something so valuable, you know, it was interesting. I was watching, um, I don't know, it was something on Instagram the other day. And it was talking about how these um, these wealthy people, they came together and they were playing Monopoly. And they were playing Monopoly with real money. You know, they both brought, you know, they all brought about $100,000 and they started playing Monopoly with it. And when I'm talking about it and why I'm bringing this up is you want to be able to bring something real to the table. You don't want to be out here playing with play money. You don't want to be out here playing with artificial influence. Mm. You don't want to be out here playing with something that's fabricated. You want something real. But going back to number one, if you don't know what your worth is, then you won't you won't have any stock in the game. But once you do know what that worth is and then you add tax on to it, then you're really in the game. Then when you start talking about partnerships and collaborations, you have something to bring to the table versus always looking for something to be given back to you. You know, one of the things that is I believe that has made me um, successful in my life is that I've always looked to see how can I do first versus what can I receive and sometimes that doesn't work in my favor because you can get you can get sucked dry from doing so but you know it's a game of chance and you know sometimes I bet it all on black and I put it all out there and sometimes I win and sometimes I lose but when I started taking my own advice and looking for partnerships that were strategic, looking for people that were like-minded, which takes us into point number three. So we've went to number one, which is know your worth and then add tax on it. Two, I want you to have strategic alliances and not secret assassins or false flag tribe members. And then three, is guardians of your power. Guardians of your power. Now, y'all, you know, I love Marvel. And I believe that one of the most slept on movies is Guardians of the Galaxy. And um, this was a collection of, some would say, misfits. (laughs) You know, you can have... You didn't have blockbusters like Thor and Iron Man and and, and the Hulk. Um, you know, you kind of had like the B-roll, the B-roll player. And <laughs> but these myth misfits, they came together to guard the universe. Now I want you to take this concept and I want you to apply it to you and your tribe. You need a tribe or a squad or, you know, whatever you want to call it to guard each other's power and influence. 
you got to remember, you cannot always do it on your own. Not saying that you can't do it on your own. But when you truly have a tribe of people around you that are like minded, it makes things so much easier. See, when you have those guardians, you know, a.k.a. the tribe, they will help to um, to ensure that your success, um, your success story is written by you. But in order for them, and most importantly, you to do this, you have to have boundaries. Learn to recognize when someone might be trying to, I don't know, like, you know, ride your wave and safeguarding your personal brand like a castle. Now, hear me well and hear me when I say those things again got to be able to set boundaries and this is something that again is something that i that i that i struggle with especially when you have a help first mindset and by doing so sometimes you either don't set those boundaries up or the boundaries that are there you erase them so you've got to know what exactly are the are the boundaries what are my non-negotiables what are the things that I am going to be able to set and say, no, you can't cross this. I won't, um, I won't sacrifice this. These are certain things that I, that I won't do. And that's hard, especially when you, um, when you do like to give, when you do like to use that leverage that you have um, to allow certain people in. I've done that, you know, a few times. And but I can tell you the people that I like to say are my tribe mates right now. We do nothing but figure out how can we help each other and not only help each other, but guard each other from those secret assassins and those false flags. And sometimes when things are just getting so hard, you need somebody to be able to bounce something off and they're not gonna just tell you exactly what you wanna hear. They're gonna tell you what's really real. They're gonna give you the hard message. They're gonna be able to tell you, man, you tripping. Like this ain't it. That's truly having people that care about you and helping to guard um, one of your most valuable um, resources, which is your leverage and your personal brand and your worth. But if they don't know what it is, if y'all haven't had those type of conversations, then how can you say that you're actually friends? And I was having a conversation um, with somebody in my tribe, someone that's really, really close. And we were just, just talking and we were just chopping it up. And all of a sudden we just started coming up with with ideas for each other not even for ourselves but for each other and then we started writing plays to figure out how to get there and so there's a new individual that um yeah i've been speaking with and this individual she did something that was so powerful there was a mirror um we're in a public space and, and there was a mirror that was there 
And she said, I want you to look in the mirror. I want you to look at me and I want to look at you. And I want you to look at you. And she said, remember this moment and remember when we said that we were going to make this thing happen. This picture that you see right now, this image that's in the mirror, is going to be on the cover of newspapers. It's going to be stories. It's going to be on TV. And just by saying that, I was so motivated. And then I realized that I had one, somebody that understood my worth and my value in my corner. And I understood theirs. And they said, now let's strategize on how we're going to make it all happen and then just blow it out of here. Hmm. And I love that. Real time revelation. I, you know, I knew it was coming to know when it was coming, but I knew it was coming. I'm not going to word it. See, we, ha we have to remember that it's not just about reaching the top. It's, um, it's about staying there, staying there and then bring others up that are around you. Hmm. You gotta be able to own your, um, your bougie authenticity. Yeah, I like the way that rolls. Your bougie authenticity. Like you've got to be able to embrace the strength of you and the culture that help you be who you are. And by doing so, let, letting that be the, the driving force in your journey to success. I tell you, I talk to myself so much through these episodes. You know, I've told you before that it really, it helps me as I'm, I'm recording and it helps to reconfirm some things to me when I'm able to hear my own voice. And um, yeah, I received this message. I received this, um, this real-time revelation. You've got to be able to, because there's more, <laughs> you've got to be able to flip the narrative of society. When I think about myself, I became successful by learning who I am and leaning into that that I know. Hear me, hopefully I can say it the same way. My success, it came from me learning who I am and then leaning into that thing that I know. See, you, you can't and you shouldn't and don't let society dictate what success looks like. I remember when I was, um, I was coming up in the business and I was working at one, one property in a, in a downtown, um, as what they would say, an urban environment. And this was during a time where, you know, um, what society looks like was in a suit, 
and the suit was either gray, navy, or black, or brown. Brown was like a little bit edgy. And during this time period in Atlanta, where, you know, people were making money from different means legally, and, <laughs> you know, the music business and the movie business and all these different things had taken off. But it was also, at, I think, at a turning point where people that are a little, were a little bit younger um, were coming of age, but they were coming of age with, you know what I mean? They had it on them. You know, they were just, they had a little bit of sauce on them. And that is something that from a success perspective, um, society didn't know what that looked like. And during that time, I remember this gentleman that was like, you know, hey, look, I don't allow, you know, we're not going to allow people with T-shirts and, and caps, you know, into the lobby. And I'm like, crazy this is Atlanta this is the home of people that are, are doing multi-million dollar deals and they look like that with a t-shirt and jeans and a cap on at the time and so we had all of these high value individuals coming into this hotel which is a known hotel in the city and it was our opening day and he's like you know Justin you Tell that guy he can't come in here with a cap on. I said, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I said, I'm not doing it. Um, you, you're, more, you're more than welcome. And this was the CEO of the company. I said, I, I disagree. I stood on something. I said, this is something that I'm not going to do. See, because I needed to make sure that we were flipping the narrative of society and say, hey, look, this image of what you think success is, Mm. Mm. I was a guardian of the power of that at that time. I didn't know. I didn't have. I didn't know what it was actually called, but that's what I was doing. I was a guardian of the power of the culture at that time. And um, hopefully um, it did something. But I was flipping the narrative without knowing that I was flipping the narrative. I was breaking the stereotypes um, and challenging the status quo. And by doing so, showing the world that we can be game changers. And I think we've been very, very successful at doing that. But what I want is I want more of that. Mm. Thank you, Real Time Revelation. That was a long one. I think I needed that for me too. I hear you real time. So what's the call to action? What's the homework? Well, there's a couple things that I want you again, get that, get that, um, digital device or that, that paper and that, um, that pencil or pen. And I want you to write these down as well. One, and this is a call to action, your homework. I want you to know your unique bougie factor and you already know what the definition of bougie is upperly mobile and progressive um, and I want you to take a moment and I want you to reflect and I want you to write down what makes you authentically dope authentically bougie 
write it down and reflect on it. The things that set you apart from others. And once you do that, I want you to own them and recognize how they connect to your personal brand. That's number one. Know your your unique bougie factor. Number two, this is a going to be a tough one for some people is I want you to audit that's right IRS here I want you to audit your inner circle I want you to evaluate your current connections are they strategic people who uplift you um, do they give you the hard message when, when you need to give the when you need to receive a hard message um or is there, you know, is there some room for improvement? I want you to be able to consider how your your network aligns with your goals. And I want you to make some intentional moves to strengthen those alliances. And this is another real time and I, and I have to say it. We have to be careful about when these yeah, real time should I say it yeah say it we have to be careful when someone says hey let's go to this networking event now when you go to the networking event and if it's just drinks flowing and it's the same people from the last networking event and networking event before and a networking event before is it a networking event or y'all just hanging out. <laughs> Cause real networking is motivated by something and it's actually going to to have some some results that come from it. But if y'all just kicking it, then just say it's just that. It's just kicking it. But we've got to stop going to things and we've got to stop labeling things networking events. When it has no net worth attached to it in any way. And I'm not just talking about money, but it doesn't have any people that are trading their value and their own personal currency in the interactions. If it's just talking, we got to chill. Another real time moment here. When you're in a networking event, stop going like you're going to class and you've got a written Um, elevator speech of who you are let things just flow naturally the worst thing that I've ever seen is when you go to a networking event and it comes off like a pitch my entire career my entire success and my journey has not been a pitch it's just been me just being naturally me And by being naturally me, there's going to be, I don't have to engage with every single person that's there, but I I engage with someone. The goal is not to go and, and, and be a collector of cards, whether they be digital or paper, but it's to actually to have genuine connections with people and see how you can trade social currency in order to help and then leverage. Another real time when that came. And the final piece of your homework is, and this is another important one that a lot of us have 
trouble in doing. And I want you to define your boundaries. Remember when I said earlier, be a guardian of your power. You have to clearly define your boundaries, both personally and professionally. Understand, this is important, understand when to say yes and when to say no. And also when to say, I'm not sure, but I'll get back to you. And by doing so, ensure you're not giving away your influence without getting that value back in return. And that value back doesn't always come immediately, but you have to be able to identify that there is a value that is there to be given back. Remember, you're not chasing success. You're creating legacy. You got to keep it bougie. Stay true to your roots. And let that power within shine in every single thing that you do. Hmm. I hope this touched someone out there. I truly hope you took the notes. I truly hope you're going to do the homework. I truly want you to know what is your unique, your unique bougie factor. Be able to audit your inner circle and then define your boundaries. And remember, the success will come and the success is not just for you. It's for the legacy that you're going to leave behind. Until next time, I want you to stay you stay evaluating and as always stay bougie thank you so much for tuning in i hope to hear from you again Um, stay bougie and be inspired